Hey pals, if you ever come across a pack of cigarettes on the body of a person you just killed who was attempting to do the same to you, I say go for broke and light one of those bad boys up. If you're that deep in the sauce, you might as well eke every bit of enjoyment out of that you can. Go on. Do it. This podcast was sponsored by Peer Pressure. Because if all your friends jumped off a bridge, why shouldn't you? Neil, when was the last time you jumped off a bridge? Uh, that's never happened. <laughs> what? I'm 100% confident I can say that that's never happened, George. Ooh, Neil was why pretty quick day? on that one. Yeah, I mean, I, that's not the sort of thing you would forget. Is it? TJ, Sean, have I ever if Neil had off? done it, would you guys have done it too? Oh, I Absolutely. think if Neil... I think I would. See, yeah. yeah. If Neil, jumped- you just had the wrong friends, Neil. You well, didn't because, have the wrong friends. Because if we're if we're sponsored by peer pressure, I would just have to do it. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, That's peer right. pressure's getting not getting the other money's worth. Yep. Yeah, I would. Do well, it. I, I I wouldn't ex- I wouldn't accept advertising dollars from a product I wasn't prepared to use myself. So yeah, I, exactly. I will not promote something I'm not willing to use myself. Yeah. It's just I don't. I would not do that. That would be dishonest. Right. Yeah. yeah. So peer yeah. pressure. So, so I'm a huge fan of peer pressure. I use it all the time. Fantastic. When, when was the last time you succumbed to peer pressure, George? Oh, I don't succumb to it. I just use it. <laughs> when was the last time you used peer pressure on someone else, George? Oh, just every every day, Neil. Every all the time. Day. Well, yeah. I, well, just just now. I heard. Uh, just now. I, I, I got all of you to ask, answer me a question based on everyone yeah. else's answer. I, I heard George was doing a uh, Die Hard Minute podcast, and I'm like, <laughs> I, I got to get in on that. I don't yeah. know what it is, but I'm doing it. You're so, in. Uh, yeah. Like Flint. In like Flint Minute. <laughs> like Flint. <laughs> well, ooh, so there actually is, uh, there is an in like Flint connection in this Whoa. movie, but I, it, I assume that's already been covered. I'm sure Jim O'Kane has covered that. You know, <laughs> no, okay. well, we can do it anyway, just in no, case right. you forgot. Wait, is Jim actually doing a minute, a, a section on this, or is he I just producing he is. it? I believe he is. Oh, oh that would be well, genius if he if he didn't. If he somehow like, I'm going to do a podcast, but I'm going to get all these other people to do all the work do for, it for me. me. <laughs> That's peer pressure. No, I, yep. I believe that was the original intention, but he had a few teams drop out, and oh, he picked right. him and Mark picked one up. Um, now, listeners, if you don't know what the hell we're talking about, true. Welcome to the show. Uh, this is Die Hard Minute. We're what show would that be, Neil? Yes. The movie Die Hard, one minute at a time. This particular minute is Minute 60. George, why don't you tell the listeners what's going on? Minute 60. We open this minute dripping in insincerity and close a minute later with an indicator that Hans might actually be feeling a little lonely. Aw. All right. Yeah, I know. He's Sad bell. Lonely. Sad bell, right? All right. Sad. Um... Why is uh, why is McLean telling Hans all the stuff that he knows? Because it would freak him out. Yeah, and he told him to put it's like it this on rando the... guy just starts running down the numbers of people he has and how many people he's killed and how many you know everybody's name. He's like that's that he's got a lot of information that he should not have. No, and he's a New York cop, so it's like he's the he's cocky, he's confident. Right. That's a, yep. that's why it is. He can't he can't stop running his mouth off. No, and also he told them to put uh, to put the info on the bulletin board, which is the original Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know. And so apparently, in the elevator shaft room, that's the uh, slash R Gone Wild Reddit. 
Which one? The argon? I'll, uh, I'll put some tumbleweed in there. It's fine. I'll put, some, uh, I'll put, I'll put the crickets in there. Crickets. Listen, trust me. Somebody's going to get that joke and it's going to kill. <laughs> oh, man. If you got that joke, listener, please write in. Diehardminute at gmail.com. P.O. Box 1055. Tascaloosa, Tennessee. Nakatomi Plaza. Nakatomi Plaza. Do let us know what... What George is talking about. <laughs> yeah. Come on. There's a whole subreddit of like girls who are like naked and there's the 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 picture in the elevator room where he's like walks by twice and it's the naked chick. Oh, Wait, so there are naked people on the internet? Whoa. <laughs> yes. Sean. No, I am learning so much today. Let me tell that, you. Listen, Turn I've your never, safe search off. I've never seen naked people on the internet because I don't have enough AOL hours to do that. <laughs> so, You're in New York City. Mom, you just look out the window. There's naked people across the I, street. Yeah, I guess. But my yeah, mom apparently. always... Yeah, next yeah, door you just look out the blind. window. And, uh, my mom always picks up the phone and interrupts my bawd modem. Yeah. <laughs> You're like 24K bod yeah. r- ripping it. Good you, speed, like, picked bro. up a caller friend and, like, it ruins your download. Yeah, 24K. Good speed, bro. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> that horn. So Dude, this city Perfect sucks. Perfect timing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the city that never sleeps. Yeah. So Hans, Hans Gruber. He, uh, he's, he's doing a bit of fishing, isn't he? And he, he, he has a little guess. Thinks maybe McLean's a security guard, and he gets the. Eh, eh, That's right. Eh. Wrong answer. Which is not a Jeopardy sound. That was my no. question. Yeah. Is that no. actually from Jeopardy? Right. Okay. Nope. Jeopardy no, is Jeopardy's uh, always like a boom. I think boom. Jeopardy isn't it when someone it's boop boop boop. Yeah. Boop 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 boop. If they okay. run out of time. Yeah. So there's no buzzer. Number one. Number two. Jeopardy. The answer is in the form of a question. So mm. Hans would have to say like, "What is?" A security guard. <laughs> Do you mean he would have to say like, you know? Oh, 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 this is what Hans would have to say. I wrote it down. Hans would have to say, "Who has ruined my heist?" And then, <laughs> what is who a is flying the ornament, Hans? Who is John McLean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <it>. Wrong answer. <laughs> now I, I don't do like, like the, what. I don't like the double jeopardy line. I, I think yeah. it's would would you like to go for double jeopardy where the scores can really change? It's too long, it's too clunky. I, it I is don't, too long. I don't like it. Well yeah, and yeah, but double jeopardy yeah. is an entendre because they're in a situation of jeopardy. Oh. But it's not yeah. double jeopardy, they're just in the single jeopardy. Yeah. He could yeah. have said, Would you like to press your luck? True. Ah, so that would have been a better line. Yeah. And double jeopardy. Be, uh, whatever, whatever. Some crazy yeah. of those weird seventies uh, game shows you were listening the other week, Neil. Wrong answer, mm. Hans. Would you like to go bowling for dollars? <laughs> <laughs> Wrong answer. Would you like to make a deal? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to make sure the price is right? <laughs> or the price is wrong, Hans? Would you like to go for circle gets the square, Hans? <laughs> <laughs> Whoopi's in the middle, Hans. What yeah. are you gonna do? I can't think of any. Other. Would you like go for the ten thousand dollar pyramid, Hans? Would you like to roll the wheel of misfortune? <laughs> All those things. Yes, he could. Could he use anything? Anyone? Couldn't he? But yeah, I guess uh, he went with something that's too clunky for me. 
Yeah, uh, and then yeah. and, and Hans agrees as well. You can see by his reaction, he doesn't like. He doesn't like that. Like yeah, I, I can't tell if he's like surprised because of the weird brash answer, or because he's like, oh, he's not a security guard. Who is this guy? Maybe a mix of both. Is he a game show host? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a game who show the, host who's killed a bunch of people. He was the host they, of Jeopardy. Do they have Jeopardy Number in Wang. Germany? Like, would Hans even know? Of Jeopardy? called Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah. Jeopardy. Peril. Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Would you like to yeah, go for double Achtung. peril? They would have, I think they would have Jeopardy there. He's a talk. He's a rogue talk show host who broke in the building and killed <laughs> killed a bunch of people. Are you Bob Barker? It's like he's Chuck Barris. Yeah, he's yeah. Chuck Barris. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, and then we get about about ten seconds of of Bruce Willis trying to get these cigarettes out of this poor dead guy's top pocket. Yeah, you just can't get these bloody things out, can you? Right. No, you can't. And it's oh, great. Man. I mean, and then and the like, and this is where like Bruce Willis shines again. Of like, such a funny, smart, smart ass line. Mm. Oh, these are very bad for you. Yeah. It's so <laughs> yeah. good. Is but that like really, an ad lib? It kind of sounds like something. It probably is. I mean, I heard Bruce Willis is awesome at that. Like, the thing right. is this: what I don't understand again is Bruce Willis or John McClane pulls the cigarettes out of that dead guy's body, then says this line right. to the dead man, but the man is dead and he can't hear it. Who is John saying this yeah. line to? Yeah. Well, and Just then like he killed. And then he's like, he's like, yeah. these cigarettes are bad for you, but not as bad as I was. Yeah. You know what's bad for this man? Bullets were bad for him. <laughs> I just don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand this movie, guys. Right. I don't understand it. Well, and, the, and as so, much as bullets like to make it otherwise, they're not to be taken internally. God, I guess. Yeah. Well, I, and I guess is, is Heinrich supposed to be German because the cigarettes are French? Oh, okay. I believe he is supposed to be German. Yeah. I mean, and not that I don't know. not if, that he can't smoke you got French Marco, cigarettes. Who's Italian, maybe he yeah. just likes French cigarettes. Yeah. Le pouf. But they're all over the place. This guy's German. This guy's Italian. The things they are. are. And also in the, the uh, on the IMDb, I looked. They're supposed to all be German terrorists, but like there was maybe like I think two actors were German out of like the fifteen or something like that. Right. Obviously yeah. not the the Asian. I, he's not supposed to. Be <laughs> I, would imagine. I mean, maybe he oh, is. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he grew oh, oh, German casting for this movie. Yeah. Oh, what's his name know. in the What's his name in the lobby? Maybe yeah. it's just like a ragtag yeah, mix match bunch of international guys. What if this is what would happen if um, Ocean's Eleven didn't really work out the way they wanted it to? Yeah. True. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> Instead <laughs> of it being all like smooth jazz and Sinatra, smooth. it's just somebody killing them off one by one. Yeah. Ocean's <laughs> Einen's Weitzig. And also the cigarettes are a – are any of you guys uh, smokers or used to be smokers? No. I'm an ex, long time yeah. ago. long time ago. So I used to be a smoker for a long time, but like, you know, it's also the soft pack, and I always hated soft packs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because they get squished. They I never bought a soft bent pack. Yep. Squished and... always but get they squished. But they fit in your pocket. Like they don't they stick would. out like a box. Yes, that's correct. But they I would, would always... rather have intact cigarettes than cigarettes yeah. that ruined the line of my yep. jacket. When you had two cigarettes left or one, it was like they were almost <laughs> they were ruined immediately. You're like, yeah. well, these you, are you might as well just snort the tobacco <laughs> yeah. and just be done with it. Right. Which is usually what I do. Well when, and then yeah. when, when John puts one in his mouth, it's mm-hmm. like perfectly straight, uncreased, oh, yeah. no wrinkles, and you're like, wait, yeah. this was in a soft pack of a guy that was just shot up. Shot. Yep. <laughs> There's yeah. no way that yeah. cigarette is that the, pristine. The block of C4 <laughs> has more wear and tear on it than that cigarette does. Yeah. 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 
And also, wait, was was the terrorist carrying the C4? Yes. Yes. Yeah, oh my Heinrich God. had this, that in his this would have This could have been a short movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. you can't detonate C4 with a bullet. With a bullet? Is that right? Uh, you yeah, want to be the yeah. electronic detonator? Yeah, I'll do that's it right why now. they have the detonators. Because I'll do you need it right a, a, now. <laughs> I will blow up the C4 in my hand with a gun right now to well, prove it, it, you well, wrong. He had the detonators. I mean, that it's not the C4 that they missed, right? It was the fact that he had all the detonators. Yeah, because yeah, they, they yeah, already yeah. had the C4 more or less. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, C4 is already a now. They, they did a pretty decent job of continuity because the block of C4 says it was made in 1987. Yeah, yeah. The batch date is is February 12, yeah. 1987. Uh, what an Ulster yeah. date? Hmm? Oh, that's what well, it says. Well, it, well, good, good on you, prop guys. You got it right. Good on, on you, C4. prop guys. Yeah. I like when he goes, uh, I'm the Props fly the in the ointment. Guys. The monkey in the wrench is the wrong <laughs> A monkey phrase. in the wrench. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the I'm the monkey with a wrench in the machine is what it should be. Yeah. Again, too wordy. <laughs> too wordy. Too wordy. You might as well go back to the Jeopardy line. Yep. Yeah. The monkey in the wrench. I do always wonder with movies like how much was ad-libbed or if like, like a, a famous, uh, a really screwed up, a line screw up I really like is in, um, uh, Captain America Civil War, where Paul Rudd, who's Ant-Man, gets out of the car and tells Captain America, thanks for thanking of me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Paul Rudd says, thanks for thanking of me instead of thinking, which yeah. could have been Paul Rudd just being a goof or screwing the lineup, and they were like, leave it. That's really funny. But it's such a weird... So the monkey in the wrench reminds me of that line of like, oh, oh okay. did Bruce Willis just say that? Like, was it supposed to be just like the fly in the ointment, Hans? <laughs> but then like, you know... Brucey Bruce, you know, right? Like, or was it supposed it to be like I'm the I'm the monkey wrench in the works, and then he just yes, yep, the monkey wrench in the works, yep, yeah. or the and then the pain in the ass. Yeah. Does you know. uh, Does anyone know? Uh, does Bruce Willis have a tattoo? Or oh, is that I don't know. Makeup or you know fake tattoo? It's for, interesting. For it John. looks like a skull with a top hat. Yeah. Which is something a poster you'd find in Spencer's gifts when you were <laughs> yeah. in high school. <laughs> Just uh, do you guys yeah. want to hear on a side note one of the worst tattoos my friend has? Oh please! Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Uh, just to clarify your question, yeah. it is not an ad-, ad lib. The script says, "McLean, just to find the ointment, Hans, just a monkey in the wrench, the pain wow. in the ass." Oh. Bizarre oh. script writing, huh? Oh, script writers. Um, my friend uh, Nori has uh, and he's not. He's he's one. He's a he's a black comedy friend of mine. He's a black comedian. He's very funny. Um, and he so wait, has, is he is he like a a dark skinned gentleman or he just does really dark comedy? Oh, he just oh no no he's he's just a lot of dead baby jokes. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, he's very funny uh, and he's one of my favorite. He's, he's we came up together in stand up, but he has he went to my he went to art school with me where we met, and he has a tattoo. He was friends with a bunch of white dudes in college, and he has a tattoo of a skeleton ripping out of his arm. So it's on his left forearm. It's a nice. skeleton ripping out of his skin, and the, it has an eight ball for an eye. One <laughs> eight ball. It's nice. my favorite tattoo on earth. Nice. <laughs> it is the worst, t- and he hates that tattoo. Really? I love it. It sounds it's pretty badass. Oh, it's, it's, yeah, to us it does. He hates it. <laughs> well, it's not on my arm, so. Yeah, yeah he hates it. <laughs> Oh, so is the tattoo a, a skull, a skeleton with a top hat? Am I, I right? What? I don't know what it is. 
can't say. Well, I can't tell. say it yeah, this may not be the best minute, but uh, yeah, I think no. I think it's yeah, it's like a skull with a top hat kind of. Thing. Oh, I wonder if it is his tattoo. I don't know if it is. Well, and, the ta- and interesting, the tattoo yeah. is also white in the beginning of the movie, and now has gone green. <laughs> Did it get just darker? <laughs> get out of shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really. It's funny. a skeleton wearing a vest. <laughs> And then it's there's not a, little, a vest; it's a waistcoat. Yeah, and there's a little th- a bubble that he goes, "Welcome to the party, pal." That's what it says. You'll find in two minutes' water. time that that cigarette also turns green. Does shut up. <laughs> Let's see. I'm looking at a photo of John McClane from uh, Looks Like Die Hard Three, and yes, it's a skull skeleton with a top hat, and it looks like a bow tie. Well, that I would make if sense if you're wearing a yeah. top hat. You should be wearing a bow tie too. Is there like like the weapons website that you told that Crystal Beth from the Fifth Element had told us? Is there a celebrity tattoo website that you find out who be. has what? That should uh, be. I'm looking. There will be by tomorrow. Yeah. If not, <laughs> if there's the shit. Uh-huh. Well, it's a shame we don't uh, we don't get more of Carl in our five minutes, but uh, yeah. it is a shame. I like Carl, Carl a lot, and uh, and you know what. I don't care that we don't get uh, we only get the briefest glimpse of Carl. I'm going to tell you about the actor. Go ahead. And I know people have probably done it before, and people have probably done it after. But I don't care because I want to tell you guys. No one's going to do it as well. So go ahead. Thank you. Nobody does it better. So this guy, uh, his name is Alexander Godunov, and he was born in the USSR in 1949. And he became a famous ballet dancer. And he graduated yeah. in the same class as Mikhail Baryshnikov. Oh. Yeah. Whatever happened to that guy? Now, the rest of it I'm going to read from Wikipedia because it's, it's, it's quite interesting. On August 21st, 1979, while on a tour with the Bolshoi Ballet in New York City, Godunov contacted authorities and asked for political asylum. After discovering his absence, the KGB responded by putting his wife, uh, who was a soloist with the company, on a plane to Moscow. So she was in New York as well. She was uh, playing the cello or whatever it is. KGB put her on a plane to Moscow, but the flight was stopped before takeoff by the U.S. authorities. Three uh, three days later, um, after involvement from uh, U.S. President Jimmy Carter and U.S. Uh, leader, uh, uh, Soviet leader uh, Leonid Brezhnev, the U.S. State Department was satisfied that his wife had chosen to return to the Soviet Union of her own free will. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and allowed the plane to depart. Uh, incidentally, this incident was dramatized in the 1986 movie Flight 222. Never seen it. Um, <laughs> his, wi- his wife later said that while Godunov loved American culture and had long desired to live in the U.S., she felt that she was too Russian to live in the U.S., and so didn't want to, and therefore is the reason why she wanted to go back to the USSR. Um, Yeah, of course she said that. Um, The couple divorced in 1982. Um, But I'll take you back one year, because in 1981, Godunov met the actress Jacqueline Bissett at a party in New York City, they began a long-term relationship uh, six months later, uh, which lasted all the way till 1988. Um, there's more. Nice. There's more. 
on, on 18th of May, 1995, uh, Godunov's friends became concerned when he'd been uncharacteristically quiet with his phone calls. Now, I assume they mean he wasn't phoning them rather than he was whispering. Hi. Maybe, maybe both. Maybe Hi, both. John. John, it's me. Godunov. Anyway, a nurse, a nurse um, who had not heard from him since uh, May the 8th, 10 days earlier, uh, went to his home um, in the Shoreham Towers, West, West Hollywood, California, where she discovered his body. And Godunov's death was later determined to be caused by complications from uh, hepatitis due to chronic alcoholism. He was 45 years old. Uh, what a story, huh? A sad tale. Yeah. What a story. Yeah, what a And life. just to finish it off, his ashes were scattered into the Pacific Ocean. Uh, his memorial at Gates Mortuary in Los Angeles is engraved with the epitaph, his future remained in the past. Aww. Wow. <coughs> and that's Carl. That's Carl. That's Carl. That's Carl. <laughs> Carl Bizarre, isn't it? The that's man. quite weird. So there you go. It's so weird. By the way, while you did that, I tried to research. I don't think that tattoo... Is I think that was a temporary tattoo for the character. I don't yeah. th- or, oh, or really? Bruce Willis. Yeah. yeah, or he got it removed. But recent pictures. No, he, he has like three stars. Okay. Like, yeah. and I think that got covered up. Yep. And then, three like, stars got like, covered up with the top hat. Yeah, three stars got covered up by what? Three stars got covered up by what looks like like Zeus or something on clouds. But angels that, smiting yeah. wrongdoers or something. Yep. But yeah. um, the top hat. I think that might have literally just been. Maybe a temporary a tattoo for the movie. John like McLean, uh, John yeah. McLean would probably have this. You know, he probably was a biker when he was young and had a stupid. Nah, probably like ex-military. I can imagine yeah. being in the army or something like that. That's like his. Uh... Mm. Yeah, yeah, you think that was like his platoon's little logo or something? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. It's okay. I have, I think it's a terrible tattoo, but it's kind of cool. Like I don't have any tattoos, but if I got one, I think maybe I would get that because that's get cool. This one. Yeah, it's cool. So they had to reapply this thing for every one of these movies. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. they probably just drew the uh, drew it on. Yeah. Um, I used to date a makeup artist, and she would um, hand draw tattoos on people. Well, how long does that last, though? If it's uh, henna, d- depending on the ink, it can it can last a while. Okay. Yeah, if it's henna, it'll last a while. Right. Like a, a long enough for a shoot. Yeah. To just do the, just do just do it once, and then. You know, yeah, 12 weeks, whatever it takes. Oh, henna's not like that. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, I mean, how long does a permanent marker stay on your hand? Like four weeks until you wash it off? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, yeah I've had a, I mean, I wrote, I drew on my hand with a marker in uh, second grade and it's still here. Never went away. <laughs> <laughs> you need to wash, dude. No, 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 I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Nah, 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 I don't nah, bathe. No, nah, I don't bathe. What are you, crazy? Uh, are you crazy? Oh, let's see. Yeah. Well, uh, what else is going on? I haven't got any more notes for this minute. Actually. No, neither do I. Because I thought, doesn't the minute end on the fly in the ointment, or am I wrong? Uh, no, it ends with uh, yeah. Hans giving like directions of the mystery guest. Yeah, the mystery he's like, guest. Check on, check on Marco. See if he's yeah. kidding. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah. Does, does next week get the mystery guest? The Mister Mystery yeah. Guest. Yeah. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. yeah, next I week the mystery we get guest the, leading into. I think we get the Mister. Uh, I skipped yeah. that like an idiot. I'm so dumb. <laughs> oh, TJ, <laughs> you've done, you ruined this podcast. Ugh, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's cancelled now. Well, tell me about you it. Whiffed it. Yeah, I missed who's on it. after us, uh, George? Do you remember who's on after us? 
I have absolutely no idea. No, I can't remember. Either. I was doing good to remember where we were, so <laughs> I, I have no idea who's coming on after us. But whoever does it, they're going to be great. This was very fun, guys. Glad well, you had a good time. We had to have fun you on. Oh. Yeah, yeah, this thanks, was awesome. Guys. Thank you, uh, Neil and George, for uh, inviting me along. I've enjoyed yeah, it. It's been, a, it's been an absolute pleasure. And thanks both for coming on. And uh, Why don't you tell the good listeners one last time where they might be able to find you. TJ? Oh, you I'll go. go sure. Yeah, um, I am coming soon. Will be the Elm Street Minute, where me oh, and yes. my friend Jackie Furback, who's a comedian as well, and we're going to get other comics on, and we kind of just do Excellent. like we talk about Elm Street, we goof on it, we have some fun facts and stuff. Uh, it's not a, it's not very meticulous. Um, my friend John Robert Wilson and Crystal Beth do the Fifth Element, where they're very mm. meticulous about what's going on, uh, and they do my radio show, Unlimited Lives Radio, and then you could find me. Uh, at TJ Del Reno, D E L R E N O, like Del, like of the Reno, Nevada. Del, yeah, and that's all over uh, social <laughs> meds. All the way to Del Reno. All the way to Del Reno. Fantastic, Sean. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Yeah, thanks, Neil. You can find me at. Uh, well, I I just wrapped up a little thing that we called the Spinal Tap Minute, where oh. we did uh, what we were doing here for Die Hard. Uh, but we did it for the movie This Is Spinal Tap, and we we did the whole movie instead of just uh, <laughs> uh, uh, instead of just five minutes, random five minutes. Um, but that's still up and available. You can check that out. Yeah. Uh, also, throw in a little plug for my wonderful co-host uh, Heidi Bennett, oh, yes. who has Lovely moved Heidi. on to. Uh, she's great. She's moving on to a little thing uh, for Cabin in the Woods. Oh, oh yeah, Cabin Minute or Cabin in the Woods Minute, but. Uh, That'll be coming out soon. So if you're a fan of, of movies, uh, check that out. Um, and then I also do a little thing called Five Minutes of Mime. And it's, uh, it's been bi-weekly for the summer, but come, uh, come autumn, we'll be back to weekly. And it's just five minutes a week. So uh, it's worth checking out. doesn't take too much of your time. Now, uh, is, bi- yeah. is bi-weekly twice a week or once every two weeks? Once, once every, every two, two weeks. weeks. So I should say okay. fortnightly just to uh, be ah, bi-monthly. Just to be clear. Yes. Fortnightly. Fortnightly smart arse. And Kira Fortnightly. <laughs> tell us just tell us a bit more about that about five minutes of mine. What, what's, sure. What's the, what's it all about? Yeah. So what's it about? It's actually it's not about a movie, uh, mm. which is which is weird. It's a bit of a departure in that. Uh, but what I do is I talk about uh, I, I talk about mime, and then I talk about how that ties into performance art in general. It's a little bit of dancing, a little bit of uh, acting. Sport comes in as well when we deal with physical movement. And then uh, we have a portion of the show that is uh, performance. So I do my little theoretical introduction. And then Mm -hmm. we see that theory applied to actual mime routines. And uh, it all wraps up in about five minutes. So uh, and it's. And it's for all levels. You don't have to be, mm. uh, you know, an experienced mime person or a big mime fan. Uh, I try to keep it, uh, you know, kind of keep it on a, on a level that's interesting for folks that don't know much about mime. But hopefully it's, uh, it's advanced enough for, for the experienced mimists as well. I try oh, to the cover the, the range of experiences. Mm. Oh, it's a fantastic show. I encourage all <laughs> listeners to go check it out. Five Minutes of Mime. And uh, and George, thank you. Uh, I'll do it this time, George. Where yeah, we I've done can the, be found. so many times. So George Neil, and I, where can people find you? <laughs> if people want to hear well, more thanks, of uh, you and George, where can they do that? 
Well, thanks for asking, Sean. Uh, George and I uh, have recently finished up uh, doing the Mogwai Minute, uh, season one of the Mogwai Minute, where, where we did the same thing as we're doing here for Die Hard, but for the movie Gremlins, the 1984 classic by Joe Dante. And right now, when, this, when you're hearing this or when this, uh, when this goes live, you might not be hearing it when it goes live, but when it goes live, we'll be in our hiatus. We will be going on to do Gremlins 2, the new batch. Prepping for Gremlins 2, yeah. So we'll be doing some prep, and in the meantime, we're going to be um, back in our listeners' ear holes with a couple of special special edition episodes. Um, should I tell them what they are, George? Or we're not doing that yet? Uh, it's just, gonna be, we're going to be touching be on a few other 80s movies, but in a, in, in a uniform fashion, whole fashion, not like minute at a time. We're just going to like talk about and give our little take on everything. So yeah. keep so, an eye off that. Yeah, we'll surprise little, you with the movies as they come out. Little sixty to ninety minute episodes, just talking about a movie, and uh, we'll that do, we like. Uh, we'll do four or five of those, and we'll get those out and have some guests on too. Uh, Crystal's joining us uh, at some point, hopefully. Is that? Did you sort that right. out, George, or should I do I have to cut that bit out? Uh, no, I mean, I'm sure she's down for it. I don't know if I asked her yet, but she'll be in for it. Whether well, or not, she's now committed, yeah. so she's going to have to do it no matter what. Well, yeah, if you say it in a podcast, she has to do it. Oh, no, it has it. to happen, yeah. Uh, so there you go. It becomes okay. canon. You can find all of those at the Mogwai Minute on all your podcast catches. Uh, don't go to the website because it's uh, still rubbish. Um, but by but the time it, you uh, hear this, it might be better. So maybe check the website Oh, you're going to work see, on that, see if, see, if, see if we've worked on it because <laughs> that is on my list of things to do. No, okay. Oh. All right. Cool. So there you go. Might have a nice fancy website for you all at the Mogwai Minute. Talk so about. fancy. And then come back, listeners, for whoever the hell's next. Uh, Somebody will <laughs> be next. On... On oh, check out moviesbyminutes.com and dieharddminute.com because oh, yeah. that's where this will be. And then this will also be on moviesbyminutes.com yeah. as well as all the other movies that we've talked about in minute format are on there. There you go. And that's what Jim told us to say. Sweet. We did it, Jim. <laughs> we did it. Don't be cross, Jim. We did it. Yeah. At least so once. Cross. Uh, all right. And then come back next week for another fantastic week of Die, Die Hard, Hard Minute. Minute. Yippee Good job, pals. <laughs> Get out of my party, pals. Get out of my party, pal. <laughs> yes, you've overstayed your welcome. Please leave by the first film. Tell me you got that. I got it, I got it. Hit your heart on Channel 5.